this program is just me saying things that I want to say. I mean, it used to, when I first started doing it, it used to be more show-like. I had the laugh track in there, which was just set on random, by the way. And I liked it that way because it sometimes would come together and they would laugh at the appropriate moment. Or they would laugh at the inappropriate moment. And all of a sudden, something that was meant to be taken very seriously turned into also a joke. It's funny. There's nothing wrong with that. The problem is, is that the subjects and the situations that uh, we, have to, we are forced to deal with increasingly these days are getting much more serious. It's not me saying that the sky is falling. It's not me, you know, uh, telling you all of these things that, that you cannot see for yourself. So over the last week, we celebrated the 100th year of the end of World War I. And all of these world leaders were there in France for this armistice celebration. Macron goes on to start spouting off in his speech, apparently taking a dig at uh, something that Trump had said, President Trump. In this particular case, Macron seems to think that nationalism equates is, is, is equal to Nazi. Now, Europeans become very confused really, really quick. Their alliances change, their allegiance changes. It just flip a coin. Because now, he had, he's actually made that portion of the speech, he actually said that after he had already called for a European army. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but every country in Europe has an army. And on top of that, for an added further measure to provide stability, which you wouldn't have if it was just every country for themselves in Europe, you have NATO. NATO was built to defend against other entities that are con considerably more powerful and to be ready for any type of aggressive movement into their, into their territory, which is mostly Western Europe. And so here we have, so the, so NATO has other nations that are outside of Europe that also have a say in what NATO does. So it's not directly, it's just strictly there for defense. And it's not directly a threat to, you know, there's no dictator. There's no top there. There's a, an organizational structure, but there isn't somebody at the top that is leading the, leading the charge. They're not, there's no warmonger there. It's just an organization. It's just a defensive military organization, which is fine. So they have these, each country has its own military, its own armies, its own military industrial complex. None of these countries have ever agreed with each other ever in history. They're, they're constantly, you know, sniping each other back and forth on, 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 all, on a whole range of things. So they've tried to establish uh, and get a stable, secure situation as far as their trade is concerned, so they could trade with each other. What they really want to be, and this is what's coming out right now, is, is that what they really want to be is the superpower of the world. This is what they're trying to do. It's these liberal globalists. They don't have a clue, by the way. These are the dumbest people on the face of the planet. They have no business being anywhere near government. But you have these people in positions, in elected positions or sometimes appointed positions in the case of the EU, but you have these people essentially saying that they want to be the ones. And it's like, you can't even defend yourselves by yourselves. You, you, you can't even trade with, you can't even agree on how to trade with each other without stealing from one another. You're like children. The whole world has had to babysit you for the last 150 years. 
So what Macron and Merkel and the EU, this, this is their big thing, their whole plan is that they want a totally European army. Well, if you wanted a totally European army, why did you import millions of people from Africa and the Middle East? The other thing is, is that you have these militaries, these separate entities, okay? And the people that are calling for this European army essentially want a military force that is under their control, under the EU control, it's essentially giving more power to the EU. So I see this and I'm, I'm telling these people, I'm saying, no, the answer is no, you can't do it. It's not, look, the European Union is a non-governmental organization. And what I mean by that is it's, it's an organization that's built on agreements. First, they signed away the fact that they're, they would take certain penalties if they violated further agreements. So you're going to get in trouble if you back out of the agreement. So they try to lock everybody into this thing. It isn't real. It doesn't have any legitimacy. Even though, you, even though some elected official signed a piece of paper that got them into that terrible deal, that terrible union, you can just walk away. What are they going to do? See, this is what they want the army for. They want the military, this European army, to be there to be able to uh, police these other countries that are basically saying, this agreement is stupid. It's not working for anybody. It's only causing problems. We want out. So the European army is to keep them in. It's to keep them from leaving. It's to keep them from having a Brexit. These people are not legitimate. This is the problem with the whole structure of what they've built here. They don't own the land. None of them uh, are of, of royal authority, number one. Number two. Uh, number three, these people are, are nothing but outright thieves, and they're drunks. They are a sham robbing the people of Europe of their liberty giving away land that isn't that doesn't belong to them away to africans and people from the middle east and meanwhile telling their own people their own european blood that they're the problem that they're the ones they're they're the dregs of the european society it's a group of drunks and they have the audacity to claim for themselves the right of empire without acknowledging the only one who actually has the authority and outright owns all of the land of Europe. These are not deep people. These are not deep thinking people. These are people who got in there and have been pulling a scam for far too long, have become drunk with what they perceive as power, but what in all actuality is just them fumbling around in the dark, groping in the dark, trying to do stuff that they don't know how to do. It's absurd to me that these people are that inept. They don't hire people, financial people, to create a profitable economy. They don't, they don't get the right people. They don't put those people in there to boost their economies. They get people in there to protect what they've already stolen. And when those people see what's going on, they, the number guys go in there and they start looking at the numbers and they go, man, I'm not going to be on the hook for this. And they leave, they bolt, they're gone, they quit. They resign. They're out. They're not a part. They don't want to have any, anything to do with these people. So when I've said this before, when Macron got elected, I was willing to give him the benefit of the doubt that, you know, he would be able to do, you know, at least manage in this position as president. But it turns out the guy is a complete buffoon. I mean, literally he's stepping like the absolute wrong way, the opposite direction of the way he should be going. He's going off the deep end into this globalist abyss. And it's like, I feel bad because I'd like to admonish him and say, look, all you have to do is these 
things, sound economy, you know, you get, get your, get yourself uh, solvent, get yourself stable as a, as a nation, work on your economy, grow your jobs. Uh, uh, you know, you don't go after your political opponents. You don't try to shut them down or silence them. See, he's making all of those same, basically all the same things that were happening when the Nazis tried to take over all of Europe. That's what they're doing. That's what they're doing. And at the same time, they're calling everyone else Nazis. So this is a hallmark of these liberal globalists. And they're a bunch of weirdos, okay? Because this has been tried and, and tried over and over and over again in various forms. You got socialism, you got communism, you got national socialism, you got, these things have been tried before. These things are all a result of people who get into positions, elected positions, and because those positions are elected, they are lacking in certain subtle portions of authority, which then that person realizes that they have to make up uh, reasons to give themselves more authority because not enough authority was afforded to them in the first place. The problem with the whole thing, that's where all of those problems come from. Once somebody gets in there who doesn't legitimately own or own the land and who isn't legitimate, isn't the recognized legitimate authority, that's when these problems start. It's, it's just some guy that comes in, doesn't really know what he's doing, but he gets elected. He goes in there and realizes he doesn't really have all that much power. He's got, a, he's got all these checks and balances. So to, in his perception, he tries to maintain a uh, certain competitiveness with other countries because otherwise, if he doesn't, they're going to do the same thing. They've got the same problem. So they're going to make up all these authorities. And that's every single problem that these people are dealing with has to do with elected officials getting into office and, and attempting to carve out more authority than is afforded to them under that vote, under that election. It doesn't exist for them. And that's upsetting to them because in their, from their perspective, it causes them to feel that the, their ability to conduct themselves, even according to the responsibilities, the uh, rights and responsibilities that, um, that are granted to them under uh, election, uh, they're not able to, to do those effectively without the authority. So they, so they get, essentially get bit by the snake a little bit because they see that they need that authority. So they go for it and they get, they start getting a little bit and then they like it because a little bit becomes a little bit more and, and it's not that bad. They explain it away and they, they doctor you up while you have concerns and then they send you on your way. But really you have actually a really serious problem because this person will not give up power. They will, they will continue to corner more power and, and grant themselves new rights that aren't, aren't afforded to them by election. That's what this whole thing with the migration is about. The whole thing with the migration is, is that, is that for them to do more stealing and to keep from getting caught, they have to have these people stay in these positions. The only way to guarantee that they stay in those positions is to essentially buy off the slave markets in Libya people to come and vote for them so that they maintain power indefinitely. And, and it would have to, and so this is another one of those schemes that I was telling you about that they're trying to give themselves more authority than they actually have by election. It doesn't work. The whole thing doesn't work. People have been telling, tapping them on the shoulder. Look, this whole thing with the, with the migration, it doesn't work. That's not how it works. You're only making a mess. And these people are so deluded. They are trying to convince people, everyday people and people that voted for them and the people that didn't vote for them, that what they're doing is, is, um, they use these catchphrases like diversity is our strength. And in this particular case, they don't even know this, but how they just in, implemented that doesn't work. They've actually made themselves weaker. And at first it was hard for them to comprehend that they, that, that they were actually weaker, but you see, they created this problem. It's the same playbook that it always has been. They create this problem and then they got to crack down and solve and, and solve this security problem. Okay. So they're going to crack down on everyone. And who do they crack down on the hardest? Their political enemies. So this is, this is textbook. It's textbook, the wrong thing to do. This is the list of all of the things you shouldn't do, but these people have taken one step, two steps, three steps. And pretty soon they they feel in their mind, they're too far gone to come back. They can't come back. They can't, they can't step back from their position. They've advanced and advanced and advanced. And most of it is rhetoric. Okay. 
So with Macron, that is the deal is that I gave him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe this guy, you know, even though I didn't agree with a lot of what he was saying and I favored, you know, other individuals, you know, because, because I think that they know what they're doing and they think that they have a good grasp on uh, sound fiscal policy and, and the fact that they are wise to the reasons, uh, the negative reasons why you shouldn't bring whole new populations into your country from other places. And it has a lot to, that has a lot to do with the fact that they don't belong there. So how do you make up, you know, for that lack of belonging? How do you do that? Well, these people are not experts. I can, I can guarantee you that. So, but my, my point in talking about Macron is that I expected him to at least go in there and be competent. Now that I found out that he's not competent, then I have no uh, confidence in his government. I have no confidence that this guy knows what he's doing. He's definitely going the wrong way. He's stepping the wrong way, moving off the beaten path. And the beaten path is that Europe is essentially stable with, uh, uh, with a competitive fighting force able to defend itself. Each country should be able to repel its own borders, defend itself within its own borders. On top of that, across the board, you have NATO, which defends, is an additional power that, uh, that defends the region. So these things have already been set up, but the problem is with Macron and Merkel is it's not set up under their command. See, these people are such a scam. These people are such a scam. So what is it that these guys are all trying to do? Because this is a whole lot of, of, you know, this is a whole lot of chaos. What is it that they're, that they're trying to keep people from finding out? Is it that they've stashed away trillions of dollars of people's money and they're using it in this climate scheme to enrich themselves and make so much money that they're forever perpetually in power and rich and well, essentially, this is what I'm saying is that they see themselves as something that they are not. When in fact, there are people who are descendant of legitimacy. And when I say that, I mean that there are people who are descended from those who originally owned the land and they are, they are set in ranks and everybody knows this yet. You won't afford respect for those people as Royals. For example, you don't, you don't respect them in that way, but you are definitely keen to step into their shoes and take something from them that you wouldn't give to them. See, so you're a thief. All those people involved in the European union are thieves. It's that simple. It's that simple. So they're caught stealing. They're, they're caught stealing. And what needs to happen is that the right people need to come and <laughs> the people with the authority, because there are people with the authority, the people with the authority need to step in, remove these people from, from their elected positions or their, and or their appointments, because some of those people aren't elected in the European Union. So all of the countries need to leave the EU, just up and pack up and walk out. Don't go, don't go back, shred the, shred the agreements, and then from now on do bilateral trade agreements. Reassert. Each country needs to reassert its participation in NATO and do it by, by that. I mean, they need to reaffirm that they are a member state of NATO and pay their money, pay the dues. There isn't any one of those small countries in Europe that's going to rule the world. It isn't going to be Germany. Germany is going to be the first place wiped off the map. They've been nothing but problems. So they'll be the first to go. I've had it with them. I've had it with them. Two world wars, two world wars. We're still, we, they still keep marching down that path. This is absurd. It's ridiculous. We don't need them anymore. This is, I've had enough. I've had enough. This is really easy. It's not hard. It's easy. So you, they've been stealing. So anyways, they've been trying to take all this money, keep all this money. Al Gore is one of them. Uh, Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, George Soros, all the, Justin Trudeau. Macron, he's in on it now. Uh, there's, there's a bunch of swampy ass people in, in the GOP and Washington DC that are in it. Um, you know, a bunch of Democrat, uh, most all the Democrats are 
um, they definitely are the ones that have the most to lose by uh, people finding out how much they've actually stolen. So, you know, this is rotten. All of these people are rotten and they don't have, and actually I would go so far as to say they are ineligible for election. They're ineligible for election. They have no business being there. They don't know what they're doing. They're just there to cover up for the crimes they've already committed that they need to be put on trial for. So it, 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 they, when people are tweeting on Twitter saying that France may possibly be on the brink of war, it's possible. It is possible. But it's all because of these poor decisions that this group of drunk thieves thought themselves to be better than everyone else and decided to steal from everyone. So those people, at the least, will be doing the rest of their time in, on this planet in prison. At the very least. So, this is, so it's absurd. The whole thing is absurd. And so that's why you have these things happening, even in the United States, down in Broward County with the vote rigging. It's the, same, it's the same thing. These people are trying to cover their own asses. And they've been caught. And they know they hate Donald Trump because they know that, that uh, once Trump got elected, he got in there and now he can read the mail. He knows everything. He knows what's, what, what they've done. He knows where they've put everything. He knows what they tried to arrange. And look what he did. He went and, and carved up the, the trade agreements and said that we're doing something completely different. Went and renegotiated all the trade deals and, and nobody could stop him from doing it. And so they hate this guy because he totally took apart a major component of their system. Now all these people that are crying about it, like Macron and Merkel, they're not going to get paid. They're not going to get paid. This is the absurdity that the worlds have to deal with. But the fact of the matter is, is that these people are the ones that have caused all of these problems. All of the world's problems today have been caused by liberal globalists. All of them. Every single one of them. All caused by liberal globalists. So these people know that, that the populations in these countries, in these various countries, whether it's the West, Middle East, uh, Asia, they're hip to it. We are all hip to it. We know what's been going on. They are scared. That's why Europe needs the army. In their mind, that's what they tell themselves. That's why we need this. We need to be able to defend ourselves. You, this is a liberal globalist army. And they claim that they need to be able to defend themselves because they're guilty of doing something that they should not have done.